Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. It's Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, episode 35. I'm so excited. I have my girl D in the building. She's back for round two. Round two, I'm back. By popular the man of the hood. What's really good? What's really good? Listen, listen, listen. We got a lot of good news, and we got a special guest in the building, Amir Rogers. He's a director, a writer, editor, motivational speaker, Positive vibes only. I can't wait for him to come on a podcast. But before we bring our guests on the podcast, I want to get into Meek Mill, the new project, the EP. 30K. Ah, what's really good? What's going on? Okay. So Meek Mill's <laughs> just dropped the EP, Legends of the Summer. Yes. Only 30K purchases, okay? <laughs> what's going on? You would think that when Meek Mill come home, everybody wanna see what what's cooking up. Right. You know, exactly. he's been in the studio since he came home. What he been home for about like two months now? I wanna say, yeah, because he came home I think in April. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. So around there. So you mm-hmm. would think that people would just be supporting him and getting right. his album, buying his album. Right. And I'm surprised people only purchased thirty thousand <laughs> copies of the album. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like right. that is insane. So is. I was really shocked when you told me that, you know, he only sold thirty thousand albums that is astronomical okay like we got to get those numbers up there because i'm just not understanding because one meek mill is definitely a legend he is definitely a great rapper and i feel like his music his message is kind of changing you know what i'm saying like he still got the popping you know the popping music the club bangers but now he got more music with a purpose and it just because what he been through Mm -hmm. so the fact that only 30k yeah, Come on, Philly. Right. We gotta go. We gotta, we gotta do better. We gotta do better. Gotta y'all supporting better. y'all supporting people who really don't put in no work with their music, but yet you can't even support people from Philly, our hood. Like, come on now. We gotta do better. We gotta do better. Remember Rich said we gotta do better. <laughs> but listen, um, so let's get to Cardi B. Now Cardi B basically had her baby. Cardi B, yes. <laughs> Let's welcome the new baby, yes. Culture Kiari Cephas. She had her baby on Tuesday night at Atlanta Hospital, okay. and she welcomed her baby girl. They didn't give any details about, you know, how her labor was or how much the baby weighs, but mm-hmm. she welcomed a little baby girl. And okay, me just personally, I'm not a fan of the name at all. Okay. But, I mean, like, they named her Culture with a K. Right. And, you know, Migos' first two albums were Culture 1 and Culture 2, well, the latest albums. Right. So I'm figuring that I guess that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. However, I am not really a fan. <laughs> and um, her middle name is Kiari, which is Offset's government's name. Okay. So basically, That makes sense. Yeah, you know, but... Yeah. I'm like, that should have been the first name, if you ask me. But I mean, like, I guess. So <laughs> Cardi B, Cardi B actually said mm-hmm. she was like, anything else would have been basic. Okay. So she, that's why she went with culture. But I guess once we start, you know, right. hearing a name in the tabloids and yeah. everything, we'll get used to it. Just like we got used to the Blue Ivy. Right. You know, nobody was right. a fan of Blue Ivy when mm-hmm. Beyonce had her baby. But, right. you know, but 
is also in the um in the media earlier this week after she had the baby she was on social media you know posting all her gifts that everybody got her and allegedly Nicki Minaj purchased a five thousand dollar basket for her but later in the week Mm -hmm. it was sources says that Nicki Minaj did not purchase that $5,000 basket, Mm. which is a little bit unfortunate because I think that would be a really good gesture, being as though that they just came off of a little rat beef and they're cool, you know? And we don't know how genuine it is because Nicki Minaj can be a little sneaky sometimes, if you know what I mean. She throws a little shade. (laughs) Because she threw a lot of shade at Meek about the judge. She basically was saying that the judge had a right to push the power that she did on Meek, and I felt like that was throwing shades at Meek and the whole justice system, so... You never know with Nicki Minaj what kind of she what kind of trick she gonna pull out the hat. Right, and I'm just like you know because the sources went to the actual boutique where it's called right. Who Baby Boutique where the five thousand dollar basket came from, okay. and the people was like uh, the manager was like no Nicki Minaj or her you know her people that she worked with came here and bought purchased a package at all for Cardi B so. Somebody purchased the package, but it was not Nikki, <laughs> and she made sure she cleared that up. Damn, but that's I guess crazy. It's though. crazy. Why can't they just get along? I just feel like oh, and also speaking of Cardi B, she went platinum, and also is Cardi B the king of New York? I'm I'm starting to really feel that even though she's a woman, she has the crown. Let's give it up to her. She's platinum. No one else is putting up numbers like Cardi B. So it's just like, can we give her that crown? Can we make her the king of New York even though she's a female? <laughs> Absolutely, we can. Okay, okay, let's just start from the beginning. Nobody has a hustle like Cardi B. Coming from the strip pole, now her album and her records, her singles are going platinum? Yeah. What? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Cardi is this is this is this is her year like this has really been a phenomenal year for cardi b absolutely now question okay do you think her being a mother and you know Mm -hmm. is a new thing like she's a mom now do you think that's gonna slow her down a little bit or you think she's gonna keep on going um no i don't think that's gonna slow her down and i don't know why people think that's gonna slow her down because she does have a lot of family people that can just step in and help her i mean she got a sister she got her mom she got i mean plus she's latino and they all about family and making sure the baby is this and the baby is that so i think that she's gonna be fine but i mean also the only other thing with that is is that she's a mom and she's new so she's going to be compelled to always want to be around her baby so right. that that is going to play a part but i still feel like she's going to put that baby down and get to that motherfucking bag i do think she's going to do that Absolutely, i really do because at the end of the day the <laughs> baby gotta eat yes. so i mean i mean he got go. his dad but it's two bags is better than one right absolutely and honestly cardi b bag is a little bit bigger i think you don't think that Cardi B bag is a little bit bigger? No, because he's established. He, he, you got to understand, like, Cart, like Quavo, like, I mean, they, I think that eventually she's going to get to that level, but I just think, like, Migos been out for a while and they mm-hmm. have a resume. And you got to understand that Quavo be writing for other people and being on features. True. Like, Cardi B don't got a lot of features like Quavo. Quavo got a ton of features. But I think you're getting in Miss Can Screw because we talking about Offset. So Offset is Cardi B's baby dad. Quavo is... No, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> Offset. I, yo, these groups and these people of the day, hip-hop, I can't... Right. I, these names and Offset and set it off, and I can't keep track of these motherfuckers on some real shit. Like, I be lost in the sauce when it comes to these young rappers. Listen, if I didn't know their songs, I probably wouldn't know their names either. But being as though they give each other a little announcement... So let me clear that up. Offset. This nigga <laughs> is about a bag... 
and I really believe that he's getting more money than Cardi B right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's going to take those steps. And who knows? When she's done, you know, doing the mommy thing for a while and she gets back on the road, then she going. But I just, it's just Migos is so big. They got to go on tour with motherfucking Drake. Right. And you just dropped a bomb on me last time I was here by telling me that they were ad-libbing on Ape Shit. With, yeah, uh, so they got a check for that. Yes, absolutely. From being Cardi. the car, I mean, the Carter. So it's like, yo, that's a lot of bags. That's a lot of bags. But not to mention, another scoop of the tea is um, okay. allegedly, which actually was confirmed, Cardi B and Offset has been married since September. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I but they kept that shit on a low. Just like she kept her pregnancy on a low because we didn't know that and she was And just like pregnant. Drake kept his kid on a low. <sighs> Motherfuckers keeping shit on a low. I mean, how though? Because you're always in the tabloids. Everybody don't always... Don't post that shit. <laughs> and don't go live. <laughs> <laughs> don't go live because yes. they will find out all your information, okay? Yes, yes. But let's get into the tea of the week, y'all. Oh, yeah. Let's start right there. Let's do that. Now, it has been yeah. trending mm-hmm. on social media all week. And this story is so juicy. So, a strange wife, ex-wife, Delicia Cordon, accuses Buffalo Bills star player LaShawn McCoy of being involved in the home invasion. Wow. So, so now, I, I didn't get the story complete. Now, you bringing it to me. I didn't know it was a home invasion. When I first seen her face on Instagram, I thought that he just beat her ass like that. Yes, I did too. But it was a home invasion and Uh, she got robbed and beat up. Yes. So this happened um, early Tuesday morning, 3 a.m. Okay. The home was invaded by um, an intruder. He came through and pistol whipped the girl. It was actually her and her cousin. And they pistol whipped her. Now, before the home. Did they pistol whip the cousin? That is what we don't know. So mm. that's that's why I'm like, what's going on, right? Yeah, so that's kind of weird. After this happened, the girlfriend—I mean, I'm sorry—the cousin or friend, whatever she is, she posted a post on Instagram, and that's what really made the story go viral because right. she posted a post saying, "How could you do this to my friend? You beat her up." She called him names like the animal, a devil, yeah. saying that he. Now this is what raises eyes, okay? Okay. So the dog Henny. The dog Henny? The dog Henny. Now, it's a dog. And his name is Henny. And his name is Henny. But allegedly, McCoy Mm -hmm. made the dog have kidney failure from beating it. Okay. And the friend also says that. And that that night? Not that night. This was previous. previous. So, I don't think that this was, you know, the beating and everything. I think that he has been hitting her, Mm -hmm. but it's just now surfacing, you know, because the friend also said in the post that she, um, the ex-wife had to pull McCoy off of um, beating a little boy for small things like peeing in the bed and, you know. Her son. Yeah, her son. So, it was just like a lot of red flags. Wow. Not to mention when the home was invaded and she was pistol whipped Mm -hmm. the intruder specifically asked for the diamond necklace and a a host of other things but he specifically knew what the diamond necklace looked like who could provide you with that information other than uh, LaShawn McCoy that's what I'm saying it the plot thickens and then when I was in a hair salon today they raised some some flags, and I was like, okay, now I got to think about this a little bit longer. They were saying that it's a possibility the girl, the ex-wife, set this up. What? Yes. 
for it to happen. For it to happen because well, where's she gonna benefit from if she now listen. She said that well, McCoy mentioned that he'd been trying to get her evicted from the mansion in Atlanta for six months now. Okay. So she's probably okay, like, let me get this man to beat me up real quick so I could press charges. You never know what could happen because at the end of the day, that's his ex-wife. She's about to be evicted from their mansion. Her lifestyle is about to change. So she probably need to do something drastic. Something drastic needs to happen. But then I was like, that's a little bit far-fetched for somebody to, you yeah, know. it's like, that shit don't... So they was married? They were married. She's really? an ex-wife. I didn't even know that he got married. Exactly. What the... F Listen. Yo, this shit is crazy. This shit is crazy. Bottom line, whatever the situation is, mm -hmm. that's some pussy-ass shit. Yeah, it is. Anyway. No matter what. No matter what. Like, right. you hired somebody, because this is what I think. Me, plugged in with D, said it. I think that LaShawn McCoy hired someone to go in there and, and whoop her ass. ass. And whoop her ass right. because he don't want to. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. his endorsements are going away. Right, his uh, career is probably going to diminish a little bit. And his career already diminished because last year he was horrible. Was he, he didn't horrible? have he didn't have a year like he hasn't had a real good year lately. I mean, he hasn't. I mean, the last time to me personally that he had a bang year was when he was still with the Eagles when he went to Buffalo. It was slow, slow. Listen, I I don't know, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sean McCoy, cut it on a dime, nigga. You cutting on a nickel, nigga. Yeah, yeah. You ain't cutting he... on a motherfucking dime. Your dimes is done. You want nickels and pennies. Nickels and pennies. So not only is her <laughs> lifestyle about to change, but his is too. You're not right. about to be a sex fit for Neiman no more. Your ass is going to Forever 21 with it. Or Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> or Nordstrom Rack. Rack. Yeah. So, um, that shit crazy. I'm pretty sure more will come out um, mm -hmm. with this story. Also, a video was um, the recording from the police report was uh, surfaced, surfaced on um, Instagram and social media and she did say that she thinks that her um, ex-husband has something to do with it so we'll see what is to happen with this situation but me personally I think um, Sean McCoy definitely has something to do with this and it's just unfortunate because not only does he have to live with that on his conscience but she has to live with that she has to live with the fact that she has been beat pistol with right. her face is diminished it definitely you know, is. She's going to need a plastic surgeon or something. She's going to need face. a plastic surgeon, but again, how's she going to afford it? Cause, <laughs> yeah, them chips is, them chips know, them is, chips is diminishing. But listen, man, we got the man of the hour in the building. We got Amir Rogers, Whoop. director, writer, editor, motivational speaker. This guy, when I tell y'all, I met this brother about a few years ago on Deli Ground Radio Show and he was making movies then and he's making movies now and he, he ain't stopping and... You know, I'm sure he looks at people like Hype Williams and, you know, directors, you know, Martin Scorosi, you know, it goes on and on. So welcome to the podcast, bro. I appreciate you reaching out because he reached out to me and I was like, dang, I, I haven't heard from this brother in a minute. <laughs> Been so, working. That's all. That's all. Been busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I appreciate you reaching out, bro. And I want to say continue what you're doing, man, because I feel like you inspired the youth, you know, and you took a different turn. Can you talk a little bit about how you changed the lane a little bit, even though you do do films? But now you're focused on the youth. Tell me what made you want to go that direction. Um, what really made me change was like my son. I got. Uh -huh. I'm thinking about his future. Okay. Um, right. With me thinking about his future, mm -hmm. I figured if I got the platform to touch many other people with my videos, my films, or whatever it is that I can create, right. why not create something that when they watch it, they could take something from it. So right. everything that I do, even though you might like it, at the end of the day, you're going to be able to say, yo, I got this message out of it. So the first thing I had to touch on was coming from the youth. 
So I sat back and I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let me come up with a film that I can go on a tour with. So okay. I created a film called Wake Up. Okay. Um, it's a positive message. And once I got done with the film, I started mm-hmm. contacting schools and I basically told them, listen, this is what I got to bring to the table. Right. This is how I can help our youth in the city. Right. And every every principal that I came across, they was like, I respect it. Let's do it. So from there, the tour went, we was about on a good five-month tour. Really? Um, yeah, a good five-month tour, high school. High school, matter of fact, from middle school all the way up to high school. That's so crazy. That's so dope. <laughs> Yo, man. I mean, was, let's get his brother was, a hand clap, man. It was crazy. Like, it, it impacted me because I think it impacted me more than even in the youth because okay. for me to only be 24 and I'm coming into schools and I'm telling y'all my story where I came from, how I'm successful now. Right. They was really taken in. Yeah. And once, soon as I leave, my DMs go crazy. Uh, thank you for coming. Right. You spoke to me. Yeah. Uh, you woke me up. Right. Emails, DMs. Uh, I, they got my business cards. They'll call the business line. Can I speak to our mayor? Yeah. He, I, he helped me today. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. That's dope. That's dope, bro. I, 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 yo, man, it's because it's like sometimes you got to find something else. Like yeah. you find your passion, which is films, but then you got to find another way to like channeling something right. else. And it's, it's exactly, I'm just glad that you said that because coming mm. into it, mm. my whole thing was, okay, I need to learn how to do music videos. Right. So when I was coming in, uh, it was only it was only a couple of us around, like uh, Inferno, Chop Mosley, Dev, um, and there was a couple other people. And it's like, all right, if we all doing music videos, what can I do to make me stand out different from what they're doing? Exactly. So I went on my pit, I went and I said, you know what, I need to go into films. Why not create movies? Right. So then from movies, I said, okay, everybody doing movies now. I got to create my movies different than anybody. So everything that I do, I got to, before I do it, I think outside the box of what other people are not doing so I can stand out better. And that's when, from with me, from mm-hmm. the time I started thinking about like that, yeah. I've been taking off. Right. So yeah. have, so... Mm. When you go to these schools, like what do the crowd, how are they receptive to you? Like how do they feel when you're speaking to them? Uh, I can take you from the time I walk in to the time I leave. Right. From the time we walk in, we waiting on them. Mm-hmm. From the time they walk into the auditorium, some of them know who I am based off of other videos that I did with other artists. Right. Or Fat G's, um, Fat G's Rico Havoc, Lee right. Mason, mm-hmm. PNB Rock, Meek Mill. Right. Um, so they already, some of them already know my face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes to the girls that look at me and be like, oh, he's cute. So from there, they already <laughs> on me. Right. Okay, I got your attention a little bit. Yeah. And then as soon as we get it started, I let them know who I am. I let them know who I am mm-hmm. and I let them know what we're trying to bring. And right. before we get started with everything, I tell them, listen, I'm not coming to preach. Right. I'm not coming to really yell at y'all and mm-hmm. make y'all sit there and listen to something that y'all really don't want. I'm just trying to vibe. What we doing mm-hmm. is a positive vibe tour. Right. Can we just vibe? Right. And they be like, let's vibe. Right. And then from there, I play the movie. Once mm-hmm. I get done playing the movie, yeah. and they, I, after I play the movie, I tell them my story of where right. I actually started from picking up a camera and where mm-hmm. I got now. And they right. all just sit there like, wow. So tell us about that. Tell us where you started from and how you got to this platform now. Um, I started from, I could say, I dropped out of high school. Okay. Uh, once I got to 11th grade, I was going through a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Relationship problems, money problems. Right. And I just wasn't focused in school. Right. Um, and not even just I wasn't focused in school, I was really like the class clown. That's what I was more focused on. So I, yeah. school wasn't for me. Right. Um, I found my way to get through. So yeah. once I got to 11th grade, I was got in a situation and I dropped out of high school. Like a month go by, my mom like, what you gonna do? And I said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead to Job Corps. 
Okay. So my cousin was already up at Job Corps at the time, and he like, yo, come up here. It's going to be popping. I got you. Right. So I'm like, cool. My cousin yeah. already up there. I'm yeah. up there. Yeah. So I sign up. I get up there. And luckily, they put me on his uh, the Job Corps he had, and it was up at Poconos. Okay. So I said, okay, I'm going to the Poconos. So when I get up there, everybody already waiting on me because he already put the name. So I'm up there, yeah. and everything floating. But I'm, think, I'm thinking that I'm going to go up there and be focused yeah. until I got up there and seen that it was just me. No parents, no nothing. Nobody can call my mom and say, your son is acting so up. So he acted yeah. up. It was just me. <laughs> so, and I see how much freedom I had, and I'm yeah. like, okay. So months go by, and I'm rolling with it. I'm doing everything. I'm trying to, one, once again, I'm trying to make a name for myself, like yeah. I did in high school. Okay. I'm trying to make a name for myself up there, and once I made a name for myself, it took off from there. Right. So um, it got to a point where my maybe about six or seven months in, mm-hmm. uh, maybe eight, my cousin called me and was like, yo, I got... Uh, uh, tryout up at this college. Mm-hmm. He was like, I said, for what? He said, I'm going for basketball. I said, yo, see if you can get me in there. Right. So he was like, all right, let me see what's up. So he mm-hmm. go up there. He got the he got his scholarship, and then the coach was like, yo, bring him up here. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So he set it up for the following weekend. So now I got to try to get a home pass to go on the following weekend. I'm trying to get a home pass. They not trying to give me no home pass. Mm-hmm. They like, why should we give you a home pass? You don't respect us. You don't do your work. You don't do this. You skip classes. Why should we give you a home pass? Right. So I'm like, listen, please. Like, I'm begging. I'll do whatever. Right. Luckily, I got the home pass. So I go home and I do the tryouts. Mm-hmm. Now, the coach was like, listen, come on. Let's come on the team. Right. He was like, it was a couple things that I had to work on, but he said, come on. Right. So I said, all right, cool. When is everything? When I need to have everything in? Because now you're talking fast foot and all that. Yeah. Principles. So he said, you got to have everything in two months. School starting two months at the end of August. I said, oh, man. <laughs> I ain't even got my GED, diploma, nothing, my trade, nothing yet. <laughs> so I said, you know what? All right, I got you, coach. I'll be here. Right. So coach said, all right, cool. So I go back to school. Now I'm talking to my trade instructors. I'm talking to my uh, diploma teacher. Yeah. I'm trying to get in. I said, yo, listen, I need to be out of here in two months. Right. They said, how are you supposed to get out of here in two months and you projected to leave in a year? You don't even got your diploma. You didn't even start your classes because the diploma class was an mm-hmm. online class. Okay. So it was like we had a teacher in there, mm-hmm. but it's like you come in there and you do what you want to do. Right. If you want to do some work today and take your tests, you do. If you want to come in to sleep, mm-hmm. you're just going to be in here longer. Right. That was me. I come in there, I sleep, or sometimes I don't come. So I said, listen, I'm going to buckle down and do whatever. I buckled down. I got up out of there. When I come to the school, before I came in, they said, you got to pick a major. So mm-hmm. I'm not about to be a teacher. I'm not about to be a lawyer, doctor. None it's too that. many years. Right. Yeah. It's too many. I already y'all know what I'm gonna do. Now right. I'm going into college, so now I gotta set another name. Yeah. Y'all know how it's a strategy. <laughs> so I already I already knew that I didn't even want to put myself in that predicament at this point. Like now it's get, I'm getting too old. Right. So I said, you know what? I seen lights, cameras. I said, that's gonna look hot. That's gonna say digital media. Let me do that. Okay. So I t- take the digital media course. I'm on campus. I'm seeing people playing with cameras mm-hmm. and I'm watching. I'm like, yo, this don't look fun. Let me do some right. research on it. So yeah. I go back into my dorms, and I'm just watching music videos behind the scenes, film behind the scenes, and I'm just seeing everything. And then up there, they had, just like this studio is in here, they had right. up there, but just uh, Apple laptops and everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm feeling like I'm in a real studio. <laughs> so I'm in there at nighttime doing <laughs> graphics. I'm feeling like I'm the man in this joint. <laughs> right. So I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and start my own entertainment company. So right. I called my man. I said, bro, we're going to start our own entertainment company. He right. said, what? He said, yo, we're going to start our own entertainment company. He said, you come to me with a thousand and one ideas, but we never fall through. Let's fall through with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, we're going to fall through. He said, right. what's the next step? I said, I'm going to call mom. She's going to buy me a camera. We're going to go from there. Okay. So I called my mom. I said, yo, mom, I need you to buy me a camera. Huh? I need you to buy me a camera. What are you talking about? I need you to buy me a camera. We're going to be set for life. Right. She said, ah, all right, cool. Yeah. So then I come home the following week. When I mm-hmm. came home, we went out to eat. After I went out to eat, 
Mm-hmm. My pop pull up at uh, Richard and Appliance Store, something like that. But they yeah. got electronics in there. They got okay. electronics side in there. So okay. he like, yo, go get the camera. So when I was in co- when I was up there in college, I'm still yeah. in college at the time. Okay. And when I'm up here, I'm not touching no cameras. I didn't even get to them classes yet. This is my first semester. All they got me is in graphic design, teaching me how to do flyers. Mm. Don't know nothing about a camera. You want me to pick a camera? So I said, all right, let's pick a camera that got video mm. and photos so I can do both. Yeah. So the man was like, look, this is the best joint you can do. It was one of them, you know how you the zoom in joints? Yeah. I, it was one, yeah, yeah. It was one of them little okay. joints. So I grabbed that and I, was, <laughs> right. I called my man. I said, yo, I got the camera. Let's go. I said, what's the next step? So then he was like, uh... Um, when you up at school, just watch everything. Yeah. So now I go back up to school. Now uh, basketball season is playing through. Mm-hmm. We going state to state. I'm losing money on the road. Right. I need money when I come back home. We right. leaving every week. Yeah. So my man on the team, like, listen, I got a way we can make some money. I said, talk to me. He talked to me. He told me the way that he can we can make some mm-hmm. money. And I went through with it. Everything was popping. Money was coming in. <laughs> so as the money coming right. in, here comes the breaking point. He like, yo, so now what we was doing, we right. ain't going to talk about what we was doing, but the right. cops and the detectives got into it. Uh-oh. So now the school is real hot on looking at right. what we was doing, but they right. don't know who did it. Who did it? So uh, he was like, yo, listen, I ain't going to do what we doing this week. I'm right. going to lay low. I said, right. listen, I ain't laying low, bro. I need the paper. This is moving right now. So he like, all right. So I go in the room. I go in the room and do what I did. As mm-hmm. soon as I come out the door, the detectives and everybody is waiting right there. Like, oh, we found the person we was looking for. What? I said, oh. So, so when you I- should have listened to your man. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> so when I hard headed, So when I get out of there, when I get out of there, right. um, now I'm fighting the case. They trying to give me five to ten years. Luckily, really? I, luckily, I got two years probation, and they kicked me out of the school. So right. now I'm home. Found I got a son. My mom like, what you gonna do? I got said, the camera. You buy me in camera, we're gonna be set for life. Right. You buy me in camera, we're gonna set for life. I got the camera. Yeah. We're still gonna be set. Right. So from there, it said, all right, I called my man. I said, what we gotta do? He said, listen, at this point, all you can do is learn from YouTube. I said, huh? He said, YouTube will teach you everything that you wanna know. All the way down from the computer I need to use, the program, how to use the camera, how to set it up. Ask every question that you got from YouTube. And from there, I zoned into YouTube. I felt like a nerd. And from there, it got me to where I am now. Seriously? Don't sleep on YouTube. Like YouTube, bro. Oh, that is YouTube. crazy. Seriously, I learned YouTube. a lot even about so, so, radio. So as you take steps and climb these ladders of success, you're going to always go back to YouTube. YouTube. Bro, I still use YouTube to this day. I Seriously? Will watch, listen, bro, I will watch a video. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like Cole Bennett, for example. Cole Bennett is a dope, uh, mm-hmm. dope daddy, uh, videographer, editor. And mm-hmm. I watch his videos and I watch his transitions and things that he do. And I be like, dang, how you do that? Right. So then I'll go on YouTube and be like, how does Cole Bennett does this transition? Right. And it'll pop up, tutorial, how you do it, step by step in the editing process of how to do it. And I'll sit there, zone out for three hours, and I'll learn how to do it. YouTube. That's crazy. Yeah, Ain't nobody yeah. else going to teach me. I don't know. Right. I don't, I don't know nobody else to go to. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew somebody to go ask, I'd go ask them. But YouTube going to tell me. But let me ask you this, but it was people in Philly that was doing videos before you took off. Why you didn't reach out to OGs that's already established? Chop. Wasn't videos and chop already established before you? A lot of people be big headed. Mm-hmm. Be big headed. Like I like I was running with Chop. Uh Chop Dev. You was? Uh, we was with, we had Film Mob at the time. Okay. So when we first when I first came in Film Mob was behind P and B Rock at a point too. At a point it? in time, right? Okay. Um, and our whole thing was, we was just a mob, a, a camera mob. 
Okay. It was one team. We each had our own individual brands, and we would all come together on collective projects and just help each other out. Right. Um, things played through where it didn't work out as a team, so I stepped my ways. And once I stepped my ways, I floating through the industry and just through the city mm-hmm. um, and bumping shoulders with people, a lot of people just ain't who you think they are. Mm. So once I realized that, I just had to fall back and find out how I can get it on my own. Mm. That's deep. Do you think that people didn't want to help you or support you because they're intimidated by what you can do? I believe that. Yeah, I think that's what's going that. on in Philly for okay. sure. I believe that. And and once again, because one, mm-hmm. I'm, I come a different way. I bring a different style. I bring a different vibe to the room. Right. Sauce got. <laughs> <laughs> Big headed. <laughs> Sauce got. Yo, you wild, boy. Yo, but I mean, so... I mean, because that's crazy. That's the typical Philly-ish, though. But I can't. I don't want to compartmentalize Philly and just say Philly, Philly, Philly. Because, listen, but it's, it's like that even with hip hop. It's like because what I can say is I have reached out to different people and say, mm-hmm. "How do you do this?" or "What lens should I get from this?" And I'm not gonna say no names, but right, yeah. they don't respond. That's they crazy. don't respond. And I mean, it would be times where they will call my phone and say, "Yo, bro, can you pull up at this shoot and do this for me?" Right. Can you do this? Yeah, I got you. Right. I got you. I'm help but you when out. it comes to when it comes to my yeah. situation, every it's like, oh, I'm busy, or oh, I gotta do this, or uh, or right. oh, I didn't see it. My fault. I was tired. Okay, I, I see it. I'm reading you. Right. So let me go ahead and fall back and find out how to do it on my own. Yeah, you as good as your last favorite for a lot of people. Yep. And that's unfortunate. So what's next for Amir? Uh, what's next for me is I got about ten projects. On that the table. Um, I got eight movies that I just wrote for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, the next process to that is mm-hmm. getting into production for each of the projects. Okay. Uh, so I could pitch the ideas to them. Right. Um, I just got done shooting a movie yesterday. That was yesterday. Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> uh, Black is beautiful. Okay. I'll be releasing that probably in the next two weeks. Okay. And Black is beautiful is just basically giving the females courage to mm-hmm. giving the courage to know that they can be natural. Right. You don't gotta. Stand all these social media girls with all the weave and right. the big butts and everything. You don't that don't got to be you. Right. It's cool to wear your little ponytails. It's right. cool to come outside with no makeup on. Growing or up, or with a bush. That's cool. For right. Because sure. me sure. personally, I like to run my hands through the hair. You know what I'm saying? When you got the weave, <laughs> I can't even do that. I can't even do that. <laughs> Pulling out and, tracks. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. and it's like the little girls that's growing up nowadays. Right. All they looking at is social media. Yeah. So when they see a social media, oh, I want to be like her. I want to mm. do that. Right. So if that's what they looking at, let's show them what they should be look like. Right. When we was growing up, little girls running around with the two ponytails and yep. everything. That was that's yep, that the Bally's, the Barrett. I don't yeah. see none of that no more. Nope. And you none ain't gonna see it. And it's and it's starting at a very young <laughs> age now. You got little thirteen year olds getting extensions and weaves and all that. It's crazy. It it's wild crazy. out here. So I had so this project I had to touch mm-hmm. on and let them know it's cool to be natural. Right. And the project is dope. I got a little girl named uh Tori mm-hmm. who's the lead and she's she gonna sell it all. Right. She's amazing. She's amazing. And that dropped in about two weeks. Two weeks? Yep. I'm excited. So how do you recruit your actors and actresses? Like how do you that's process of casting. Cause I know that gotta be something. Like you had amazing in a in a recent right. reason film. How do well, you go about at first, casting? At first what I used to do is I'll put up a casting call. Okay. Um, and I let people come try out. Right. Um, and then it got to a point where, excuse me, it mm-hmm. got to a point where even though they'll come out to the casting call, or if I put up a post on Instagram, right, and they'd be like, I won't be a part of it. Once they get in my presence mm-hmm. and they really see what the project is about, 
everything started falling off. And not falling off on that the project is corny. Some of them just want to see me. Mm. And some of them just want to be around about what's going on. And we read all that. So we they, read. so basically, they're like brand jumpers. They just want to jump yes. and see. Clout chasers. And <laughs> then they hit you with the, I was with a mayor. I'm, I'm on Natom and all that. And right. The first day that we tell them when we have our meetings, this right. is the schedule. This is what we got to come to. Right. Everybody's agreed. Okay. Oh, I'm all down with it. I'm, let's go. I see the vision. <laughs> right. And as soon as it comes down to set times and when it's time to really shoot, they hit you with the three hours before we about to go and say, oh, I can't make it. Oh, I can't do oh this. Oh, my God. And it, that should be happening it, to me, bro. And it's, it's hurt. It hurts. So it, it, do it came hurt. down to the point where now for my projects that I'm coming out with now, mm-hmm. I don't want to do no casting calls. I don't want to do any casting. I'm using everybody that's in my area. That's in my circle that I know that sees my vision and won't let me fail. So mm-hmm. from the Netflix movies that I'm about to do. Okay. Um, and one other project that I got coming out, everybody that's going to be acting in there is close friends to me. They're not actors, but they're doing a damn good, good job. job. Mm. And it's going to bring the vision. So I had to use the people that's just around me. That's, yo, man. That, and it's sad, bro. It's like, it's why, super sad. why you want to come for the meeting? Then the second time you like... I can't make it. <laughs> like, motherfucker, you ain't come for the first shit. The meeting don't count for the film. And then and a lot shit. of people, and then what a lot the of people, when they hear, when they hear films, they be like, okay, cool, we are gonna shoot on one day, and then everything be cool. Once they sit down and really see how deep it is, they right. be like, oh, this is deeper than what I thought. Exactly. It's a process. Damn about that life. And it, you have to invest time and stuff like that. It doesn't yeah. happen overnight. You know Not what I'm saying? All. Like you really gotta invest time in making a film, a short film at that. So. You can't be unreliable. And that's one thing about me. I ain't putting out anything. Yeah. So G and G Entertainment, what what does that stand for? Like what how did that name come about? G and G Entertainment is God's new gift, entertainment. Mm. And I came mm. up with that because when I was in my situation at the college. Okay. I, when I got out of it, I said, you know what? That mm-hmm. was my negative side. From right. the time from high school until that case happened, that was my negative side. So mm. when I'm coming over and starting my business, I'm his mm. new gift. Everything that Everything from that point on is his new gift. So God's new gift. Everybody that's rocking with Gene Entertainment, he is God's new gift. I like this. I like that. Yeah, it serves a purpose, I feel like. You know, especially when somebody asks that question, like you just asked, and when you say what it means, it's like, damn, Mm -hmm. that's deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's dope. God's new gift entertainment. Definitely like that. That's powerful. And who did your logo? Um, Corey Flocker. Corey Flocker. Yeah, shout out to Corey Flocker on that. Yeah, that joint's tough. That logo tough. Yeah, man. Corey do all my graphics. So, all right. So let let, let me ask you this. We're gonna get into a little bit of hip hop, but I do wanna ask you about like your inspiration, like as far as films. Like who do you look? I know you look at YouTube, but when you go to the movies or you checking for a particular director or actor or, or a kind of way you wanna go, who you look at? Um, what I can say, I really ain't got too many because mm-hmm. one, I really didn't want to do this. Mm. I was going to college to play basketball. That was my getaway. I was right. a ball player. Even though I was being bad and everything, I was love basketball, basketball, basketball baseball. Okay. So that picking digital media was just so I can get in the door. Right. So when it comes to like history, I might not know too much history, but I do my homework. I'm yeah. still learning. Right. So when it comes to uh inspirations, I might Kevin Hart. Okay. Kevin Hart is a big inspiration for me because one mm-hmm. His his grind is like my grind. Yeah. Anytime you go to movie theaters, you right. always see Kevin Hart in the previews. That's it might true. be one movie, it might be two movies, but every time you go to movies, you see him in the previews. Or even when you just watch uh, 
watch the behind the scenes of putting his pro- productions together, putting his projects together. Yeah. His hustle is crazy. Yeah. I like yeah. him. I like Benny Boom, uh, Spike Shout out Lee. To Benny Boom. Yeah, Benny. Hype Boone. Williams. Oh yeah, Hype Williams. Yeah. Belly. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a over a hundred videos. Oh my God, <laughs> videos. He did rock the boat, Aaliyah. Like. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. But I really follow it. Mm-hmm. More so, I watch Kevin Hart more than anybody. Anybody. Okay. Anybody. Because Kevin Hart does it all. Right. Produce. Deuce. Direct. Right. He does it all. Yeah. Like, Ain't from our city. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's crazy though that cause because when I meet Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. I got a bone to pick with him and I tell us on every interview. Seriously? And it's crazy because I still got the screenshot, right? It was one time I put up something. Mm-hmm. I put up on Twitter, I said, uh right. every time I go to the movies, I always see Kevin Hart in the previews. Right. Shout out to Kevin Hart. I can't wait to uh I meet him right. so we can link up because once we link up, it's a wrap. Right. He retweeted it. Okay. So when he retweeted, I had everybody go at him like, yo, you need to link with Amir. Boom, boom, boom. And it was going crazy. He never hit me back. So when I see him, I'm like, this the day we was supposed to meet. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So what are your top five favorite movies? Mm. Good question. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm watching movies all the time. Always watching movies. Mm. Me too. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. So you like John Singleton and what he do? Yeah, yeah. Those classics. Tough. Those classics. I'm creating one. I'm creating one. A nice Boys in the Hood theme. Okay. But touching on what's going on in the day. It seemed like that's the that's the where we're at now because you got the trap movie. Everybody is into like what's going on in the hood right now. Mm-hmm. That seemed like this. And, and the and theme it, right now. It, it is the thing right now, but everybody right. doing it the same. I feel like everybody doing it the same. And the okay. reason why I say that is because yeah, one, because you got Jimmy the Saint with trap, and then you got chop like trap, trap. Of, everything is trap. I'm tired of seeing. Uh, <laughs> how can I put it? Yeah. I want to. I'm tired of seeing mm-hmm. the ass. I'm tired of seeing the dope. This person getting shot over this girl or whatever. All right, cool. We understand that goes on in the hood, right? Right. But let's flip that and put in less ass. Putting less dope scenes right. and let's change it into a positive situation more than somebody watching a movie and like, yo, I like that scene when he got shot up the hell up. Right. I like yeah. that scene when her ass was coming through the joint. Let's have it talk about, yo, the positive part about it. Boom, 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 how boom. How he turned his life so, around, how right, he went to college. Right. Let's like, show more of that. Because John Singleton made sure that was at the end when he said they went to Spellman, they went to Morehouse, yes. like all that. Like, let's show more of that than right. just playing out the gritty scenes. Because the gritty scenes is always going to be the best mm-hmm. scenes. Because they want to compartmentalize us as being African-Americans. Like, that's all we know is dope. That's all we know is ass. So you got to show a different light. And that, and, that, and that's And, that's and as many as, like you said, that's all we know. And that's that's what's out here. But at the same time, there's so many more people that's real educated right, that just don't get seen. For, right. For example, um, another person from Philly, Black De Niro, he came out with the movie Brush. And that was yeah. really positive because it was about, um, you know, somebody from Philly trying mm-hmm. to make their way in the, as being an artist. Right. So I think that was really positive, but he got caught up in some Philly shit. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. shit went down. But I like how he had the positivity. He not trying to be a trapper. He not trying to be a drug dealer. Not he really that. trying to have a career as an artist. And I right. feel like we need a lot more of that for mm-hmm. sure. I, I agree on that. Mm-hmm. So what about... Top three videos of all time, or top three videos that you might have made that you like, yo, I really bust my ass on that video, and that's a classic. Right. Brianna Perry and Lee Mason. Okay. Um, what was that song? I forget the name of the song, but it was Brianna 
Brianna Perry and Lee Amazing. Amazing. We did that out in Miami. Me and uh Inferno collabed on that. Oh, that's that was like up. a week shoot. Wasn't it now? Hold on, I think I know what you're talking about. Was it any scenes where it seemed like y'all was on top of a skyscraper and, and the camera was moving? Yeah, like yeah. the helicopter joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, that joint was on the tough. highway and everything. Yep. Yeah, that joint was um, tough. Was it called TLB? That's it. That's, okay. that's it. Okay. Oh, uh, me and Inferno clap. That was like a week shoot in Miami. I'm talking about we waking up like six in the morning, going on set. Um, and that was around the time they was uh, mm. on the show, uh, Sisterhood of Hip Hop. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. We was shooting at that. At okay. The same, at the same time, they was coming on set, filming us shooting the video, and we shooting the video. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. That mm. um, Lee Mason and Nizzy Straws. Okay. Um, Damn. Hope let Nizzy get recovered. Man. Yeah. That was yeah, crazy. that was crazy. Yeah. Um, them two videos. Mm -hmm. Rico Havoc and Lucas. Okay. Um. That was, that was a crazy video because yeah, when he sent me the song, he sent me two songs. So how long did it take when you get the song sent for you to be like, the treatment, how are you going to break? Do you sketch it some, or do you just... Some songs is like, whoa, this is what we going to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, then, you got, then you got some songs is like, like, okay, kay. let me go home and listen to it and put it on my speaker and mm -hmm. then sit back and smoke. Okay. Then you got some song and it's like... I mm. turn on my bro, I'm like Slits. What is we doing? Right. <laughs> what is we doing with this one? Right. I don't even know. Right. But when it come to them, it's like, mm -hmm. all right, let me contact the. And what makes it even harder is I contact the artist, mm -hmm. um, and be like, yo, listen, what do you got? What ideas you got before I put mine, so right. I can mix everything together. together. Oh, I ain't even got nothing. They want you to do all the work. <laughs> so you charge extra for that when they can't no come up with the ideas? Got to, bro. <laughs> Prices yeah, going up. Prices going up. Got to. My ideas don't come for free. Yeah, got to. Yeah. But it's be crazy because I look at it and I be like, all right, mm -hmm. if you came up with this song and you wrote these lyrics, how right. don't you visualize it? Right. So you tell them you just writing. That's crazy. Just, That's crazy. Like when just, I'm writing, I'm visualizing <laughs> things. Like yeah. if yeah. I'm writing your treatment down, I'm right. visualizing it. Exactly. You writing a rap down and you don't know what. So what did you just talk about? Right. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's some weird shit, bro. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on. Let the people know how they can contact you, whether it be filming, whether it be motivational speaking, give them all your social media information, all that, bro. Everything at I am Amir Rogers, okay. R-O-G-E-R-S. That's okay. on everything. Facebook, Amir Rogers. Okay. Um, if y'all want to email me, G-N-G, entertainment2 at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, everything at I am Amir Rogers. Appreciate y'all for having me up here. Oh, no doubt, man. And this is your boy, DJ Bugsy. Your girl plugged in with D. This is Door for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 35. This will be available this Tuesday, July 17th, everywhere, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. Keep it hip hop. Peace. Yeah, bro, they be tripping.